You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 141. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I will be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. So if you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back, my friend. Here is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the work that I do with my clients. This is where coaching meets psychology and psychology meets brain science. And this is where your problem ends. So get comfy and get ready to be coached. Before we begin, I want to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you as always by the Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is where you can learn how to make space for more happiness in your life by leaving those eating habits in the past. Now, today's an important day because if you're listening to me in real time, when this podcast is released, the Freedom Group is just about to open. So be sure that you're on the wait list to get a special bonus call from me on how to be successful in the group. And I don't want you to miss it. We're only open a few times a year. You can find the link to the wait list or to join in the show notes, or you can just go to weightlossmaderealcom forward slash group. Now, today we're going to be talking about taking a deep dive for lasting change. I've been thinking lately about what makes some people successful at making eating changes or weight loss and others not so successful. And I see some major differences in how these people both approach things that they want to change. We all want a quick fix whenever possible, right? But some of us are able to look ahead and see if that quick fix is real, while others, you know who you are, they ignore the future reality and focus on the relief that they might get in the moment. I wonder if you do that. Today, let's talk about why I believe you need to take a deeper dive to achieve true change. I'm going to tell you what I mean by deep dive. We're going to compare that deep dive concept to how you might be operating right now, and we're going to look at the difference. I'm going to tell you today why I think a deep dive is essential for making change. In fact, that's what we call our intermediate freedom group members, deep divers. And you're going to see what you need to do differently and, of course, how to do it. Join me in the Freedom Group, by the way, if you want help with this. All right, so let's start with figuring out what a deep dive is. What do I mean by that? I mean getting to the root cause of your overeating. Whether you look at it as stress eating or whether you look at it as emotional eating, maybe you have extra weight to lose or maybe you don't, but you might find yourself going from diet to diet or program to program. Deep diving means going on the search for why you're doing all those things. Because when you get that answer, you're set. Then you have a path 
that makes sense versus trying a little bit of everything until something maybe, maybe works. So deep diving is staying with what makes sense until it works, until you get it. How do you usually try to change? Well, if you're like a lot of the people I work with, when they first start, they find themselves skimming the surface of all kinds of different solutions, reaching for all kinds of different ideas. You may try a whole bunch of different ideas, but only barely, just on the surface. And then you move on to the next one. So you never really get any traction. And you're not realizing that you never figure out your reason, your driver that gives you the problem in the first place. When this is your MO, you don't give anything or yourself enough time. And then you move on dejected. Does this sound familiar? So what's the difference between what you've been doing and deep diving? The surface solutions that you're trying are only addressing part of the problem. You're addressing something that contributes to the problem, but not to the root cause of it. For example, eating too much each day, more than your body needs, it is a contributing factor to weight gain, right? The surface solution then is to eat less. This is easy enough to understand, but has this solved the problem for you permanently? If you're listening today, I would say no, it has not. You initially cut down on how much you eat, and then you give up and return to your old way of eating. Am I right? Because that solution only addressed a contributing factor. And that's why it hasn't worked for you long-term or permanently solved your problem. Now, the difference is a root cause versus a contributing factor. A root cause is something that if you remove it, it will eliminate the problem, period. So if you're overweight and you can't stick with eating less, eating less than you are right now, there is another cause, a root cause that's underneath And it's deeper than simply eating less each day. That's what you need to discover. That's what my Freedom Group members discover. That is how you get rid of the whole problem. You know, the extra weight, the emotional eating, the overeating, and learn to eat like a natural eater who maintains a natural healthy weight range. So let me say a little bit more about why you need to dive deeper. Without understanding why you have a problem, you can't find the right answer to the problem. You're going to feel like you're working hard, but you're not going to get results because the things that you try are generic. If you're overeating, but you don't get the connection between your drive to eat and that overeating, you're going to keep doing it. You're going to put a Band-Aid on the scratch on the surface but inside you're still hurting. When it comes to eating, it's so much more than what you eat or even the amount you eat. It's what drives you to eat when you're not hungry. And after years of overeating from all kinds of outside triggers, you might not be in touch with how it even feels to be hungry. If you're overeating all the time, you might not give your body enough time to get hungry. How do you get started with a deep dive? I'm going to share three things that you can do. So number one, let's start looking behind and back in the past to see your patterns, because I want you to take an honest look at your past patterns and your past behaviors. You dip your toe in the water and then you run back to your old habits. 
Now, you might do this because you fear that you're going to learn something about yourself. And what is the biggest fear? Most people fear that there's something about you that makes you in particular unable to solve this issue. Your secret belief, or maybe it's not so secret, might be that you're damaged and that nothing's going to work for you. So you don't give anything enough time or energy or go deep enough into it, because if you do and it doesn't work, then the fear is that it must be you. It's like you really want to be successful at change, but on the other hand, you're afraid to try and fail and figure out that it might be you. It is not you. This is not true. And it's an excuse to not do a deeper dive than you've been doing. So number one is start looking behind to see your pattern so far. Now, number two is now we're going to look ahead and predict your future. If you keep staying on the surface of solving this problem, you won't get where you want to go. You'll try, you'll fall down and you'll stop. And then you'll search and try over and over again. But in the process, you're going to feel worse and worse about yourself because as time goes on, you're going to be creating more and more proof that you just can't do this. It must be you. You're going to be strengthening your habit of scratching the surface and never going deep enough to see change. And it's going to get harder and harder to stick with any solution that you decide to try. It gets harder. It doesn't get easier. Some people think if I just stay with it, it will work. But if you're doing the wrong thing over and over and over again, even if it's years, it's not going to get you where you want to go. But here's the good news. Just like people say about the stock market, past performance does not predict future results. You've probably seen that on a prospectus, maybe from mutual funds. Just like they say that phrase, you can look at your past performance, your patterns to learn from them, but it doesn't have to predict your future. This is good news because it means you can change. You can choose to do things differently instead of continuing to repeat old patterns. Now that brings me to the third step in taking a deep dive. The first step was to look at your past patterns. The second step was to look ahead at your future based on your current patterns. What happens if you keep doing what you're doing? And if you're ready for a different, better future, then step number three will help you determine what has to change in order to get different results, a different future. So number three, what does have to change? Let's get really clear here. You need to find a solution that makes sense and commit to it. Now, when I say commit, I don't just mean you're interested. My colleague Linda Spangle writes in her book, which is called Life is Hard, Food is Easy. Love that title. She talks about the difference between being interested and being committed. If you're committed to something, when things are challenging, you find a way to figure it out and you keep going until you get what you want. But if you're only interested, then when things get challenging, which they will, you give up. It's like you want to do this, you want to change, but only if it's easy and convenient. If you're just interested, you're going to waste your precious time half-heartedly trying and then feeling bad about yourself when, of course, that doesn't work. 
You're going to be repeating past patterns and creating a future that looks just like today. And one day you're going to wake up and wonder what would have been possible for you if you had solved this issue a long time ago. If only you didn't have this huge boulder that you were carrying around all the time that took your energy and your brain space and eventually defined who you think you are. That's not the future you want for yourself. I know it's not. And it's not the future I want for you. So there is a way. And that's what we're talking about today. If you want a different result and a better, healthier future where this is no longer a struggle, then that means that you need to be ready for a more permanent solution. And that means you do dive deeper. You know it's time to stop chasing new ideas, that next potential solution, whatever it may be. And you need now to take committed action, time to execute, time to implement, time to really do it. You've heard the expression, there is no free lunch, right? That means that anything you want that is important requires you to make an investment. Sometimes it's your time that you need to invest. Sometimes it's your energy that you need to invest. And sometimes it's money because there is a cost for change. And as you may not be aware right now, I want to show you that there is a cost for not changing. So here is your action step. I'm going to walk you through one of my worksheets. And if you're on the fence right now about whether to make the investment of energy and time and a little bit of money to make the necessary changes, whether you're on the fence about whether it's worth it, I want you to pull out a piece of paper and I want you to do this exercise. Here's what I want you to do, guys. This is called the cost and benefits of losing weight and ending your emotional eating or not doing it. I want you to weigh the realities. So take out a piece of paper and divide it into four squares, one line down the middle and one line across the middle. In the top left, you're going to write costs of making changes to lose weight. In the top right, you're going to write benefits of making changes to lose weight. And if weight is not your thing, but you just want to lose the eating drama, then write that. In the bottom left square, you're going to write costs of not making changes. And in the bottom right square, you're going to write benefits of not making changes. And fill in each square to decide for yourself what future you're going to create. Now, let me give you some examples. When you're thinking about what the costs are of losing weight, well, here's some examples. The costs of losing weight might be that you need to now become aware of what you're doing and what you're eating and how you're doing it. You might need to say no to yourself sometimes. You might need to think ahead so you have the best shot at making different decisions. I want you to acknowledge these costs, what it will cost you to work on this problem, but then I don't want you to focus on it. The next box, benefits of losing the whole eating drama, I do want you to focus. What are the benefits of losing it, the losing the problem? You're going to feel proud. You're going to feel good about yourself. You're going to strengthen your ability to keep your word to yourself. You're going to release yourself from this cycle of focusing so much on your eating and your body and your weight that who knows what you're going to have time to create in your life. This square, I want you to focus on. 
Now let's go to square number three, lower left. What are the costs of not losing? Well, could be health, could be self-esteem, could be missed opportunities because you're stuck in a cycle of being obsessed with your eating or your weight. I do want you to focus on this box. And the last square, lower right, what are the benefits of not losing? The whole drama, the eating, the weight? Well, you don't have to change. You don't have to say no to yourself. You don't have to think about it. You can just keep doing what you're doing. I want you to acknowledge this, but don't focus on it. So think about it. You're going to acknowledge the costs of losing, and you're going to acknowledge the benefits of not losing. You're going to write them out. Acknowledge that they are real. You will have to give things up or change things to make real change. You will have to dive deep, but I don't want you to focus on the pain. I don't want you to focus on what it will cost you. I want you to focus on what you'll gain. So what I want you to focus on are the benefits of losing and the cost, what it will cost you to not lose this problem. All right, this is your action step for the week. You're going to create a one-page little worksheet. And that is it for this coaching session today. Deep diving. I hope you think about it. I hope you consider doing it. You know what you're going to need to stay focused on, and you know what action step you're going to take this week. Remember, if you'd like help from me to end your emotional eating, the place to get that is the Freedom Group. We are about to open. Check out the show notes or go to weightlossmadereal.com forward slash group where we can work together. And this is where we take everything we talk about here, but we personalize it for you on a deeper level. I hope to see you back here next week where we're going to continue to work on your emotional eating and that habitual overeating step-by-step until they both become something you used to do because we both know that is the ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real just like you. And I will see you here next week.